Hey, good people. <laughs> Welcome back. Is this how it goes? I think we did this exact same thing the last time because um, it's, it's been a long time suffering. And still ain't nothing changed because I'm still singing. Yeah, and that's Rashina, and I'm Ashley. And as per usual, we're Jesus Business and Culture. JBC. And that hasn't changed. Here we go. Sheena's going to sing. She's going to give you the JBC chant. And Ashley's going to run it. I'm not running it. I'm just helping us, you know, who stay run the course. Uh, who run it? Uh, who run what it? is that song? These boys ain't run it. Oh, I can't sing that song. We're, Jesus we're, business and culture. I mean. Well, I guess it's cult, that's culture. That's culture for sure. Yeah. Is that 36 more for you? Maybe. Okay. In case you guys didn't know that Sheena, there's not really like a pre-Jesus Sheena. Sheena has loved Jesus since like she was a young person and in the church. But pre-adult, like fully uh, engaged in... Ratchet activities? No, because it wasn't even ratchet. No, it you wasn't. just you just were you just had like an energy I about you that was fun. just like different. I just yeah. had fun. People used to. I'm like, I don't drink. Like, I didn't. I legit didn't drink till I was 21. Yeah. Well, after I had a a minor uh, little thing when I was like, no, that's 11. you didn't you didn't drink. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> but um, anyway, anyways, you want to start how we always do. How do we start? Do you not remember? Can I help you out? Yes. We start with a worship song. Oh, yes. Because it's been a long time. And guess, it's been a long time. I want time. you guys to know that guess who doesn't have a worship song? Shade. That is Shade. But I have a worship song That's and I'm very ready shady. to go. Well, go on, go on, run this thing then. I said you run so it. Nothing. I've always said that Ashley runs this and Deep. I am just the, uh, the handy dandy sidekick. Deep side. Nobody believes that. Um... But, you know, Maverick City has been running the gamut. We're not even talking about Maverick City and their fiasco. Oh, my gosh. Let me which is, like, not really a fiasco. But long story short, Maverick City has been running the gospel music game for a while. And they teamed up with the original, uh, like, uh, environment culture shifter in Kirk Franklin, which we went to that concert here in Orlando. It was so great it and such a, a good tie of, like, Kirk Franklin's music and you know all the things that he and the choir have done tied with Maverick City and like really him paving the way for them to yeah. have this platform and to sing contemporary gospel music for I'm air quoting for anybody who's obviously you guys cannot see us which maybe we'll do that one day but like I'd be in my sweatpants um, I don't want to get dressed up for this I'm never gonna get we recorded it once I think and I was in legitimate sweatpants like I I, I think doesn't matter but anyway so maverick city is running the gamut on like just p busting out hits and bless them their individual albums have not been so incredible but bless they're me, bless me, no bless we don't me like that indeed. song either a lot of people do though yeah it's it just, just not for me which just, is fine it just seems like a kojic drill team song you probably have a step song a step to it yeah right? absolutely like i would have made a step back in the day to that but here we are. That's not who we are. Anyways, so Maverick City did this Kingdom album with Kirk Franklin. And there's a song on there called Fear Is Not My Future. That's my song of the episode. Um, it's a pretty straightforward song. It basically is just talking about how your future is not what you can see today. Your What God has for you is more than just, you know, what you can see in the natural um, it says, let him turn it in your favor. Watch him work it for your good. He's not done with what he started. He's not done until it's good. Um, so let him turn it in your favor. And 
like super simple. Like I was joking that when we were, I was reading the lyrics, like obviously I know all the words of the song and I can sing the song, but like reading the lyrics, I'm like, this is a pretty basic song. <laughs> there's called, not much called, to this she song. She this, this man song basic. No, but in a good way, right? Like there's not a lot of like, hoopla to it it's just like a basic it's kind of like yo them be the ones that have you land land, land on out your, yeah. right so yeah i i love this song um you know as per usual the bridge is always my favorite part of the song um you know fear is not my future you are all of that um i just love that they use like fear future sickness story heartbreak home so like f's s's h's mm-hmm. that's the worshiper in me because like I don't I won't remember this mm-hmm. on stage sometimes. I'm like, fear is not my story. <laughs> <laughs> you are and the thing is nobody knows. Sickness is not my home. <laughs> you just be making things up? <laughs> yes. I'm, Thank the Lord for the confidence monitor. Confidence. It definitely builds confidence. For me, the line is hello, hope it's a new horizon. Mm, yeah. Um, and I maybe that's just because I've been feeling pretty like hopeless in certain yeah, areas. So it's yeah. like okay, like a new horizon, like I can, there's, there's new. And I, I, my background on my phone right now, this devotional that I'm going to be doing is called Sure is the Sunrise. Um, so I've been really focused and thinking about like the horizon and, you know, God is as sure as the sunrise. He never forgets to, you know, bring the sun up in the morning. So yeah, when you're yeah. thinking about the future, just this song is really hit. So Sheena will add it to the playlist. You know, I didn't even know we had a playlist for the first year we were doing this. So what a mess. The playlist probably deleted because we ain't recorded in so long. It's not deleted. I listen to it every now and then. Oh, look at that. Yeah. So yeah, no, that song song is a bop. It is a bop. So obviously we've been gone. We're not even going to make any excuses. We've just been chilling. I don't know what we've been doing, but I've been working. I was going to say. Working, working, working day and night. (laughs) She can't help it. So we were chilling, but Sheena really in the last month has been working. You moved to New York City. Basically. Not basically. You literally moved to New York City for three weeks. Not for good. Not for good, people. Not for good. I am still where I reside. Where the money is. Where the money resides. Where where the money resides. (laughs) (laughs) So tell everybody, you you went and you worked the U.S. Open. Yeah. So part of your new gig. Yeah. So my job, if you follow me, if you know me, you know what my job is. I won't say what it is, but... Uh, I am the director of social media for a certain company. And um, I got to move to New York for 21 straight days. Uh, and basically, no, I didn't move to New York. I moved, I moved to the Billie Jean King National Tennis Center to work the U.S. Open. And it was spectacular. <laughs> the spectacular awaits was our marketing campaign. So... I try to throw that in to annoy my team all the time, but it was amazing. Um, I mean, 21 days, I was exhausted. I was tired. I am. Um, I was meeting a lot of my coworkers for the first time in person. All right, because um, of COVID. And like my my like tagline for the for the week was like, "Nice to meet you in person." And they were like, "No, we've met." And I'm like, "No, we haven't." Rashina, so you've worked weird. here for like forever like no I've actually only been here for less than nine months like so really crazy but it was it was really amazing it was one of the best U.S. Opens ever um we sold out we had 25 sessions we sold out 25 sessions we had like 3.3 million I I mean a ridiculous amount of honey deuces sold which is the signature drink um sponsored by Grey Goose 
Um, I cannot confirm nor deny if I contributed was, to that. It was. I mean, it was amazing. Ashley, I was able. I, I was able to get tickets, and um, and Ashley and a couple of my friends were able to come and experience it. And um, one of the bittersweet moments, and one that's kind of like a full circle moment for me, was just like seeing Serena Williams um, oh play Lord. her last match and being a part of that. Like I was on an email chain with Oprah's people. Cash. Casually. Slight flex. On the email chain with like Michelle Obama's people. Like, cash. oh, let me see Super it. Cash. Like making sure that like the pictures and stuff that we were putting out is approved by Michelle Obama. Insane. <laughs> Absolutely insane. And yeah, we were able to collaborate with Oprah's people and and like I'm waiting like the email was like, let me let me send this over to OW and wait for her appro- for her approval. And I was like, I I don't I am in shock right now. What a the, cool moment. It was it was an amazing moment. And just to see Serena come out and play the way that she did. Uh Serena Williams and Venus Williams there. The reason why I even uh had interest in ten- in tennis. Ashley further pushed me into tennis, but definitely the Williams sisters um are the reason why I know tennis and like took an interest in tennis and just the full circle moment for me to even take this job and be there for her last moment incredible um, was amazing and and the uh tributes that we did were amazing and so I know you want to talk talk a little bit about Serena and well I mean we'll get to Serena because goat but I mean what an incredible experience like uh, for me as your friend we've been friends a long time since before either either of us were like properly in this game and when we met in graduate school and we're wanting to break into the industry like as your friend like I'm just super super proud of like the content you and your team created the leadership you provided and like to be able to be there and like watch you in your element and like watch this unfold this for me, uh, I grew up a tennis fan. So like even before the William, because you know the Williams sisters aren't that much older than you and right, I. Right. So even before the Williams sisters, like we were watching tennis in my house. My dad's a big tennis player. We all, it's the one sport my whole family all plays versus mm-hmm. like I played soccer and Dennis played basketball and Jesse plays football. Like yeah. we can't play those sports as it's a family. It's an equal plan. Play yeah. Field. And so for us, I mean, as equal outside of my dad who crushes us at 70. I don't know when I drop shot him. When I yeah, drop he's getting him. old, but I mean, nobody can beat him to this day. Um, so it's like a great equalizer. So for me, I always grew up playing tennis, but you're right. Like there wasn't a lot of people who looked like us until the Williams sisters and to be there in that this year that you were there as your first U.S. Open and then your current role and it it was just I was just really proud like of like how incredible and um, exceptional you were as a leader and as as an event this big like this is a once in a lifetime especially with Serena absolutely retiring event and you know in her and her home you know court I know there's a lot of U.S. Open stuff but like Correct. in her own country. As the most decorated tennis player of right. all time. Um, it was just, just, I just wanted like, you know, what the young people say, like, give you your flowers because like, it was just, it was really spectacular. Ha. <laughs> I got you. It really was got though. You. Like really incredible to see you just be excellent and be exceptional. And I loved like riding your coattails and just being there. I've never been sweatier, not <laughs> playing a sport it in my hot. life. It was hot out there. Y'all. And that first day. Oh um, my gosh. Arthur Ashe Stadium was 
hot and loud and electric like you could feel the energy in there like this is not neither of our first opens we've both been to a u.s open before we've 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 been to finals before yeah u.s open finals we watched kim kleister's win last time she won um so like we've been to big matches and we've seen but like this was just like unreal and i think it has a lot to do with not i think it absolutely has a lot to do with who serena williams is to the tennis world not just here in america but just the tennis world and i I know that i am like irrationally um biased about like i think two athletes and that for me it would be serena and lebron but serena is even above lebron for me Mm -hmm. um i think that there is no other athlete who athlete excuse me who single-handedly transformed their sport like Serena and I know it's an individual sport so that's a little bit different it's hard to compare apples to um apples to oranges in this scenario but like but you don't have anyone behind you essentially you're if it's you and your team by yourself right like there's no union and like like I there I went back and like just like did my research like you know I obviously witnessed her whole career but I went back and did my research like the way that she changed the game so Mm -hmm. like we can we can talk about the fashion like obviously serena changed what it looked like to be a tennis player physically correct muscular strong listen let me tell you that girl is thick okay she 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 got a body and i don't don't be fooled by the fact that she's 41 and she's quote unquote thicker than she was because we all are first and foremost absolutely she still is in incredible shape so like physically what it looks like to be a tennis player outside of obviously being a black woman but like big hair and the beads when they were young and then the clothing itself oh right gosh. like like we were we were waiting for her like we saw her practice and she had jewels in her hair and i was like oh my oh, gosh so, something's come, coming i said if she comes out in a 23 foot train that represents her 23 grand slams i am going to and she did die it wasn't 23 feet but, but you get she my did point. come out in, in a train yeah i mean like all the way back to like the cat suit and and the tutus and all the things like making tennis cool and interesting and fun um bring an emotion bring i mean don't get me started about like the way you actually play the game it used to be <laughs> the women just served and volleyed and that was it like every girl every woman who plays tennis now has the goal Power. of being powerful and that Power. was not ideal when serena came out even venus is not as powerful no. doesn't play a powerful game venus she's more of a street, traditional yeah. tennis player she's Strategic, when she was young yeah. she served and volleyed right and so she changed the game in that way and like her and her sister never want to leave venus out because venus is it's, also it, exceptional i mean king richard said i mean king richard like set it up venus was the foundation correct but yeah. like from her foundation, like mm-hmm. men and women are paid equally. Correct. Because Venus went and advocated for that. Like, and not like casually, like it took years, like it, like little things. Like it said that she started in the, um, in the 1998, um, Wimbledon is when she went and like, and p- told reporters that like men and women should be paid equally. Like we're drawing the same crowds. Right. Why would we be being paid less? We're filling the same stadiums. And it it wasn't until 2007 that Wimbledon finally paid men and women equally. So like almost a 10 year journey Mm -hmm. of them. And they were young in 1998, right? Like young. So, I mean, and then like people just take for granted. Like we see like, oh, Chase Review or let me see the Hawkeye. I'm like, oh, technology evolved. Oh, yeah. No, technology did evolve. Yes. But the Hawkeye came because Jennifer Capriati and the the umpires were cheated and the line judges were cheating serena williams like 
from the booth. And I have like a distinct memory of this. I'm sorry. I'm on a rant now of like them calling a ball out and like McEnroe and like the, and like the people in the booth being like that ball was clearly in. Yeah. Like several times, like costing like her games. And that's really why Hawkeye became a thing because there was no way for her to challenge. Yeah. That they were just outright cheating. Yeah. The human eye. And it was like, the announcers were literally saying like that you can go back and listen to it. If you like Google or YouTube it, they'll be like, that ball was clearly in like, and she's arguing with the ump. And then of course she's too emotional and has too passionate. So like being able to be there and witness her last tournament, I think she'll play some fun tournaments, kind of like what Roger is going to do. I think she's probably going to have a second baby, but like being able to witness that, like I can't thank you enough because like, I feel like that's the only time in all of the sporting events we've been to Super Bowls, all stars, all soccer games, all these things that every single person in the building was cheering for the same thing. That's very rare, right? Like 50, 50, even like, even if you're at a home game, there's still somebody who's cheering against or everybody is just focused on like Serena's performance and, wanting her to succeed so when she won that first match it was man ins- i I was standing on the court <laughs> just i might cry thinking about it wild. i was i was standing on the court while like she we like played the video and all that stuff and like what our uh our comms director was like go out there go out there and i was like uh no uh-uh <laughs> God, you, you're better than me because i would have been I mean, straight groupie if you go to my instagram i got an incredible video of like the sign stunt that we pulled that said like i love serena we she walked out to a queen latifah uh voiceover um video that just talks about her legacy and then oprah which is why we collaborated with oprah um oprah um basically narrated her like thank you video and it was just really incredible and if you want to see it you can go to us open um and you can look at all the content we had me and my team we had a amazing year we generated a uh one billion insane b as in boy interactions within two weeks insane which is crazy people keep saying like oh one billion impressions no one billion engagements which means Mm -hmm. like video views somebody liked Liking, commented mm-hmm. shared saquon saquon barkley watching the point <laughs> and her top reel is a non-tennis related reel it's the girl drinking the beer right girl drinking the beer it is at 130 million on uh reels right now 130 million plays on reels right now which is crazy but absolutely insane yeah um yeah it was incredible um i told ashley and i, I was kind of reflecting i should have probably journaled a little bit more I still probably can journal, but like this was, pr- I told Ashley that this was the first time that I felt like people were actually proud of me. Like, and it was, uh, and I don't know that that's, I don't, I don't normally get praise for too much, but this year, uh, for this event, I got a lot of praise and it was weird and I didn't know how to deal with it because I don't normally get the praises like that. It Ashley always gives me my flowers. I will say that, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, from friends, family, like that's not a thing for me to get the praise typically. And so it it was kind of hard to uh to accept. But I'm trying. But you're feeling good about it now. Um I'm still working it out. Let me journal some more. Okay, I'll I'll leave it alone. I won't. 
I won't therapy you. You don't want therapy one. me on the, ca- on the I podcast I mean, I'm happy right to. Now. I don't think you want that, though. I mean, I, I mean, I'll give you one question. I don't have any questions. I have more of a comment. What's your comment? I think I did. I think I've shared this with you before. Like, I think this was something that everybody understood of like what you do. I think a lot of people don't understand social media, despite the fact that they think that they do. I think a lot of people under think they understand marketing, despite the fact that they have no idea what they're doing. Zero ideas. You know, we're posting things and it doesn't make sense <laughs> and you can't read it. And you know, it's just, a, it's a mess. Right. Yeah. And myself included, like that is not my strength. Like you guys, you guys know that like I, I operate in my lane and then I work with people who are smarter than me when it comes to marketing and social, et cetera. So I think this like this event was easy for people to like understand and see, especially with the timing of Serena. I think there are very few people and especially black people, black women who were not tuned into this moment, whether you were like me who grew up watching like a lot of tennis, playing a lot of tennis, obsessed with tennis, like. I think everybody recognizes Serena. And so like this moment everybody had their eyes on you so it was easy to be proud of you i don't think that people were not proud of you in the past i think it was easy to acknowledge because they understood and to tell me i think they i think they felt smart enough to understand what you did Mm. we gonna have to talk about this because yeah yeah, because i don't i i i get what you're saying i understand what you're saying but well you want to know what yeah i'm always proud of you I know you're you, the real MVP. You, 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 you always let me know. I went and I am not, Open. and I am not like a, um, I am not typically a words of affirmation person. Of course, when I get them, like they're great, but like I'm not. I m- most often I am not the one that gets the. Oh my gosh, Rashina, that's incredible. I'm proud of you. So, yeah. But anyway, tell me I'm pretty and smack my butt. <laughs> I feel loved. <laughs> If you want to get to Ashley's heart, <laughs> tell her she's pretty and smack her butt. Pretty, pretty, pretty and smart. Okay. Little love tap. I feel, I feel very seen. Oh my god, I don't even know how to transition into this. I mean, we're after this whole after. episode is about is about sports uh, people. Yeah, right. In some capacity, we're gonna talk about the high high of Serena Williams and her Ooh. career, and the low lows of raggedy people like Brett Favre and Nia Long's ex boyfriend. Yeah, I don't even want to uh, associate her name to it, but I just don't know how to pronounce his name. Is it Emmy Udoku Udoka? Um, I'm gonna confirm that, but I think that Boston Celtics coach. Yeah, I mean, I do feel some kind of way about needing to pronounce. His I name know, I know, but right now because we be saying it, all these I other names, Apple, I understand it, Wolfpack, and all these ridiculous. I names. know, I know, I know. Um, it's just right now, like he he pissed me off. But I think it's. I think you could probably get his last name right. Udoka, Udoka, Coach Udoka. Sure, sure. Or sure you want to start with him? Or you want to start Brett Favre? Uh. Let's start. Let's start with. Let's start with good old Brett. Because why are we not talking about Brett? Is the first thing. Finally, in the media, a little bit in the last like three days, it's been coming up. But like, why are we not talking about Brett Favre? Because he's. Um, uh, do you want my like logical answer? I want a podcast answer. A podcast answer. I really think that it is because um, he is a retired quarterback. And so I, I think that that is why ESPN has not <laughs> talked about him. Are you trying to be funny right now? 
<laughs> no, man, because he's a white man. Because he's a white man. And, and he's, he's, white, and he's, he's frauding white black man, people. He's rich, and he's defrauding black people defrauding the blacks poor in the poorest state in the country in the country no that's that's i was being funny yeah okay i was Uh, trying to make sure you but this is this is not this isn't a funny uh thing because if you don't know brett Favre basically is involved in uh frauding um uh the mississippi government out of money to help build a volleyball facility for his daughter's school and so um this from the articles that i've read like this scandal like it's gonna be felt for like years to come like this is not just like oh no this just happened in the fiscal year or just give them the money back it's all good this just happened in the fiscal year of 2022 no this is gonna be felt like for years and years and years to come and so like it's been coming up that he like exchanged text messages talking about we need to get this money. We need to get my daughter's volleyball facilities. Uh, and basically, like whoever was in charge of the I guess it's the governor or whoever in Mississippi government was basically like they said that I don't know how we can get this done. And he was like, get it done. But essentially, and they did. They, I mean, the the fact that in a state that is has a high population of black people, one of the poorest, if not the poor, I think it is the poorest state in the country. I think you put in here that 28% of the children live below the poverty line mm-hmm. and that less than 1% of the families in Mississippi receive the funds that were supposed to be distributed in this, fu- in this account. Yes. So, so it's a it's called the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families program. And so before this scandal, it was hard to access. And like you just stated, less than 1% of the Mississippi population received they who were eligible received these funds. Less than 1%. And like I and to your point about how this is like generationally felt or felt for long to come, like that's the difference between keeping a house, keeping a rent, keeping being able to pay your rent and keeping an apartment correct feeding your family getting your car fixed and able to go to a job to keep a job like that is like generationally impacted if a mother or a father or a caregiver grandmother whatever can't get to work because they couldn't get the assistance they needed and were qualified for it and lost a job Mm-hmm. fell into poverty maybe then fell into it being having to experience homelessness like you're putting an entire family at risk for a wealthy man to build his daughter daughter a. at like a d2 school it wasn't even like old miss like right. not like, that that matters but it's just like right she's not like even good you have you have this volleyball facility where your daughter i'm assuming well first of all brett Favre, like you're you're rich that's one. like beyond rich wealthy you're, you're wealthy and two, your daughter, if she's at a D2 school, more than likely she's on a full ride scholarship. So like everything is. And you could absolutely afford for her to go and, to school. Like there's just. Right. There's so many things about this that are just the epitome of. White privilege. Yes. And the foundation of the rich get richer. And this is what we've slavery. been built off in slavery. Yeah. She just said it. And this is all happening because slavery. Um, but they are they are under investigation. Um, do you think he will go to do any jail time? I don't think so. Um, because what rich white man does? 
Well, I mean, Trump ain't in jail. And he, 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 yeah. Like, he, yeah. Like, it's. And he's not going to. Well, at this point, it would be embarrassing for him to go to jail. He was actually president. Right. Like, actually, it'd be great for him not to go to jail because we will look even more foolish more more foolish than we already do but just like it's just sad and and i know a lot of people are like well they're not talking about brett Favre. they're not talking about brett Favre. yes they should be talking about brett Favre. but coach udoka just took the boston celtics to the nba finals or nba eastern conference finals Mm -hmm. last year one of the few, well, first year head, first year head coach, black head coach, mm-hmm. and there's some very suspicious activities that, you know, there's maybe, maybe I don't know, harassment, maybe I don't know. It, it's still yeah. coming out, but my main thing is when I heard about it because I was rooting for you because I'm rooting for everybody black. I was just disappointed. I think Brett Favre is a scumbag. Period. Let me just let me just, a, let me just say one. that before we before we move on. Brett Favre is a scumbag. I hope the governor, former governor Brett Favre, and anybody else involved d- does time because, like, this is like who knows whose lives were lost, horrifically impacted in the lack of funds that were distributed because and in the middle of a Panasonic pandemic that's the pandemic yeah it's just it's just wild so brett Favre is a scumbag i the thing is it's like we knew he was a scumbag i think it was it shannon sharp it was like i'm confused he's been that he's way like we're we're, we're confused like yeah. he's been a scumbag so like i just want to like cap it off with like brett Favre has been raggedy he's this is not news i i just hope that like it continues to be brought up like front office sports posted it again today like yeah, i just I, I don't want it to die in the media yeah, you need to, they need to keep that same energy that they have with uh, some of these black athletes and coaches and um, even retired players. Um, I do. I do. So. And, and then, so moving on to, to, to coach Aduka, uh, Adoka, I think is how you say it. Like I hear everybody and like their frustration that like, why is this news? Why is this news? Why is this news? But like, first of all, of course it's news. He's a head coach in the one of the most popular leagues in the country. Like, of course it's news. Men cheat on their wives, basketball coaches, basketball players cheat on their wives all the time. But when it becomes public, when it becomes a sexual assault, harassment conversation, it's no shock that it's in the news, right? Like, right. And I know, and I agree 1000% that there is a disparity in what we're talking about. Absolutely. Like we love to see black people fail. This is not news, right? Like this is, we're not shocked by this. Nope. But at the same time, I'm like, my guy, my dude, you had one job, which was just to be discreet. Absolutely. Like my thing is, it's like, obviously you had one job. You have, you have a life partner who, and it doesn't sound like, you and this life partner are on the same page of what the expectations were. I don't know. Maybe they had an open relationship, but it doesn't, it's not, that's not. I don't think this is a Will and Jada situation. I, I don't think, and even that ended up raggedy, right? So it's like, right. dude, you had one job, which was be discreet. Like you out here basically stalking people, sending aggressive text messages. Homeboy hired, homeboy had to hire a private investigator because you were sleeping with his wife. Like just, just messy. And the fact that, and this was an accidental finding. 
because the guy, if you don't know the story, a guy suspected his wife cheating because she was dumb and was talking on the phone in front of the ring camera. Like, he, ma'am. He, he put a private investigator on it. Then all of a sudden it comes out or he finds out that it is the Boston Celtics head coach. He works at the Boston Celtics in finance, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. VP of finance. VP of finance. Not like an intern. And his wife works in the basketball operations department and helped Neil Long move to Boston. Booked all of her travel. So this heifer cheating and knowingly. Like, first of all, she's cheating on her husband, but she's also helping this woman move to be with the husband that she's cheating with or the fiance, whatever. It's just, it's just, it's, it's wild. And I think that, I think that like, as much as I like, everyone's like, why are we talking about this? Why are we talking about this? I think the Celtics did their absolute best to not talk this about came this. Back out in July. And it's been going on for a year prior to this, right? right. Like this is not, again, not new, new information. And for those of us who have, worked in the sports industry in like a real meaningful way any of us who have traveled with teams you guys know what's up you you peep and you stop at these hotels the groupies are Ooh. in the groupies are downstairs and those are the people who aren't getting upstairs go to the grand bow Listen go to, to the grand bow on the night that a that the magic are playing the day before the mag- magic are playing you will see club grand bohemian the the grand bow it would be the club grand okay bow. but you know but the groupies in the lobby they don't get upstairs they're not, the people who are actually being sneaky they have been slidden a key they've been slid a key not slidden that's not a word they have been slid a key they've been slid a key <laughs> <laughs> they're already upstairs oh they're in the room they're already upstairs like right. i'm just confused like be discreet everybody knows i love lebron james i'm never gonna slander lebron james's name but do i know that lebron james is out here a 100 probably it makes me feel sick it has not been confirmed or denied and it won't be because they have a business his nda is tight correct like i'm just like i don't understand like you had one job and it was to be discreet right but like, why? Why we shouldn't have to talk about this? Like, I you put it on here. I'm gonna read it verbatim. <laughs> These are my words. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna read it verbatim. This is Jesus business and culture, but we get real. We are very transparent, and we uh, we we try our best to be as transparent as possible. So I'm gonna read this. Oh no! I will never understand blowing up your blowing your entire life up to bust a nut. I wrote that. Ashley wrote that. Just be single and sleep with other single people. I just don't understand it. It is so easy. I just don't understand. Like, he I, is a very attractive young man. Very attractive uh, young man. Very t- obviously talented. Has a Correct. high profile job. Like, there is no shortage of women who are willing to sleep with you. And I know that it's not about sex. I understand. I understand that people don't cheat just to have sex. But I just don't understand why you're in a relationship stop like, just be sing- single and be a hoe and just be just a hoe just hoe and, and hoe I, as much as you want and i know it's challenging because i do believe that like especially for men that you are expected to have a wife and a family it's part of your like 
being a complete package in the CEO and the C-suite and coach it. Like that is a thing. I do believe that. And I'm sure there's some study out there that can say that that's accurate because for women, it's the opposite. It's right. Look, once you become a mother, it's like, well, certainly you can't give the same can't thing. Be a but CEO. for men, it's expected that you have this stay at home wife who takes care of the family. They come show up for pictures, show up for the events and take Christmas pictures and, and all these yes, things send the Christmas cards and the host the Christmas party that you don't know nothing about. Right. Like all the things, but like, Okay, let's say you decided that like you don't want to just be single and be a hoe and sleep with other single people. You, you just you want to be discreet and be a hoe in your relationship. Also, your business not not what I'm gonna sign I don't up for. Want it. I'm no th- hard pass for me. No, but thanks. my point is is like you couldn't pick anybody single. You had to pick another married person or another so now you partner. Bl- yeah, you gotta blow up two lives. And you couldn't have been discreet. Well, that helped with talking in front of the ring camera, <laughs> like. But like my thing is, it's like, what you talking about? I don't know. Y'all are friends. Well, he booked her travel. He was a he was her right hand man. Clearly, I'm just like I just he, I she was his right hand man. I just I, just, I will I, I wrote it on here and I meant it. Like I just will never understand. Like you're gonna blow your whole and I don't care if you the head coach of a team and make a hundred million dollars a year. Are you or sweeping you, floors at Chick Fil A and you make ten dollars an hour? Like I it, why just a break up for the week at least like what in the world listen if you out there cheating like just 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 stop 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 or break up with whoever you're with and just go cheat just go do it and if it's about the fun and the game cheat with it just just have multiple people i don't care stop ruining people's lives stop ruining good women women stop ruining good men like I don't, it's very it's, confusing. It's, uh, it's just so annoying. And I just really want them to, I, um, uh, I, and I know we're really pushing time here, but it's our first time back. So whatever. Um, the Celtic staffers, the women, the female oh, staffers, they yes. have been getting harassed because people are speculating because of who it is. They actually have to take down the Boston Celtics front office page. And I put on here, do you release the name? Yes, I'm a savage. I'm a savage today because innocent women, the first name was an innocent black woman who actually has a husband and kids. Her picture was floating around everywhere because she was the one that was being speculated to have been the person and it wasn't her. And like people's reputations are being drugged in the mud. Like we are finally cracking into basketball ops as female, as women. And now, like, that's all being destroyed because people are speculating that who it is and things like that. Yeah, and it's horribly unfair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't even get me started about, like, the women in sports and, like, to protect them. Because, like, 99% of us are just out here trying to do our jobs. Trying to do my job. Like, even when I worked um, for the Orlando Magic, so many times players their handlers will come up and you know what maybe i should have just taken it maybe hindsight baby i should have i should have called that number that was slipped to me hindsight i should have answered that call but like no i wanted to be professional and i didn't want to have that reputation and all of that stuff and (sighs) and unfortunately like men are allowed to have that reputation and women aren't no but yeah like i think about that all the time i'm like yeah obviously like i didn't want to be that girl i was very serious and still am very serious about like wanting to build my career but like in hindsight i'm like (sighs) i could should have been at the grand bow (laughs) i mean just have one baby Uh, set for life 
Yeah, I don't. I don't want a parent though. I know. I actually want to be a parent though. So I'm yeah. just saying, it just it's unfair. Like in all seriousness, it's it's unfair because like women are just trying to do their jobs. Yeah, and they're trying to do their jobs well, and they already have to be better and higher quality and more consistent than the than the man their their male counterpart Mm -hmm. so having to deal with like your name being thrown out there and like it interrupting your life is terribly 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 unfair so yeah that's all i got fired up yeah so yeah that's um that's uh our main episode for today because we've been so been away for so long and so much stuff has happened I have honorable mention topics. Oh, I love this. That, Let's do uh, it. We will eventually discuss or, you know, maybe have some questions. Maybe people who are listening have some questions or are around our thoughts on it. But, um, you know, the the title of this was supposed to be Church Girl Ooh. for Beyonce. Let's hold um, that one. But we're going to hold that and, and just kind of wrap in like Church Girl, Church Hurt, Purity Culture, the expectation of women within the Christian faith um, and all of that. And then going on, TDJ's just passed the torch to Sarah Jakes Roberts, which is an amazing moment. But um, I saw many Christians celebrating the moment. Um, and I think many of them would have thrown her to the wolves and, uh, when she was a pregnant teenager. So, um, Ooh, we you know, getting spicy. Uh, so I, I, I really had some strong feelings about that as I saw people reposting like, oh, I'm in tears and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, as a teenager, you would have pushed her out throw it to the wolves and then they wouldn't have she wouldn't have birthed this she wouldn't have evolved wow 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 oprah wow 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 <laughs> uh and then you have dante bow and the maverick city uh yeah he was out there partying with bad bunny and so they maverick city they're pausing their business relationship due to some not so christian behavior online not so christian <laughs> lol well <laughs> Uh, then we, we, you know, maybe I don't think we're going to give him anything, but the, the Christian's response to student loan debt relief, uh, especially the Pharisee as Ashley calls him, Dave Ramsey. He's a Pharisee. Uh, he is a Pharisee. Uh, you know, the, the, the grown white men being very, very upset that their little mermaid, little mermaid was black. Yeah. Like I've never seen so many grown men upset about a cartoon from, I don't know, 1998, but right. okay. Okay. You know, they tell about how did she get black? How did she get dark skin under the water? I'm like, like, you guys are doing the, first of all, worst. have you seen Ursula? <laughs> And don't even get me started about the colorism of Disney and all oh. the, all of the care all of the villains being dark skinned. Oh, okay. Ursula okay. Scar. Okay. Um. Okay. What, Prince Jafar. Oh. Like I could go all day, but anyways, keep going. Don't stop. So we could go there. Get excited about the fact that Rihanna's about to give you a full makeup tutorial during yeah, the halftime show. She's about to show. do Fenty. She's about and to do Fenty. It's also a big deal that Pepsi is no longer the halftime sponsor. Like, love to talk about that in the future. Yeah, I would love to talk about that. Uh, Fifty Cent is doing Fifty Cent things and. He's thinking about moving his power franchise from stars. Um, oh, I just, I just want, I just need power book ghost two to like continue and finish. Like you can, I, I don't care about power force with Tommy. I don't care about Kanan. Just finish up power book two. I don't care about the rest of them. You can move, that. you can move the rest of them anywhere else you want. Just give me that. Um, yeah, and uh, as you noticed, uh, I did not. Uh, petition myself to be married uh, <laughs> this episode uh, you know um, I've just been praying that the Lord settles my heart on getting married uh, I, I, I just um, you know I think I need to invest my time and prayers into something else and so I'm just trying to settle my heart there so 
it's a topic uh, for another day yeah that's a that's a that's probably that yeah that's top for another day um, but uh i think um yeah i don't have anything you have something else i was just gonna say as our as our uh best first godson would say that's it that's it